Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. Today, I am so excited. Get your pen and pencils ready to take some notes because I have the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman podcast and business. She is a global coaching. She has a global coaching company helping thousands of ambitious women and entrepreneurs. Please welcome Amira Alvarez. How are you? Hello, hello, Amber. I am great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm excited to have you on. And it's so funny, as I was preparing for this uh, episode, I just have pages of notes and questions and things I want to talk about. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to cram it all in in 30 to 45 minutes. <laughs> well, let's go. I'm all let's here for do you. do it. Okay, so first, let's just talk about um, your business, The Unstoppable Woman, and how it came about. And uh, let's just start there. Sure. So fundamentally, I was running my own business and I needed to figure out how to achieve my big goals without burning out, without losing motivation, without being disappointed, without um, suffering from high expectations, but low results, all of these things. I was a, you know, I was a driven person. I was used to doing really well in school. I was trained to get you know, good grades on the test. But fundamentally, when it came to my own business, I was having good success, but I wasn't really getting to that next level mm -hmm. of success. And so I went about studying what uber successful people do to achieve their goals, what they define as success. And when I did that, I discovered the universal laws. I discovered that hard work is only part of the picture. I discovered so many things about what goes into success. And I ended up five times in my income in one year going from what was already a, a good income of 138k to 700k in one year. And, and it blew my mind, quite mm -hmm. frankly, like, mm -hmm. how do you do that? What did I just do? And then I put it, so I back engineered it and then I put it into a methodology because I really wanted to teach other women, particularly I work with women. There's some men behind the scenes too, but sure. Um, you know, how, how does this work? How do you actually get past your own self-sabotaging behavior and, and achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible? Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And I was trying to go back and think how I first found you because it was in 2021. I spent a lot of 2021 working with you. And um, I believe it was, did you do a podcast called The Actor CEO? Do you remember doing that podcast? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. I, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that episode happened right around like maybe 2020 or maybe even 2019, but I had been listening to that podcast. And when I listen to a podcast, I start from the beginning and I take it all the way through because my brain can't just jump in the middle. I have to know everything. And so your podcast came about and I was like, oh, this is interesting. There's somebody that can actually speak my language in coaching that is talking about obstacles with money. And I really dig her vibe. And so I heard about your podcast. So I literally started from the beginning of your podcast. And that was my jam that I listened to when I did my workouts, cleaning my house. Your voice was just ingrained in my brain. 
And so one day I just like reached out, you know, on your website. The next thing I know, I'm on the phone with you and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) And it it was amazing because um, the, the, the tips that you offer just on your podcast um, in mindset are so valuable. And so first of all, thank you for doing your podcast. How many episodes are you on now? You're like 300 and something. Yeah, we're, I, I don't know if we've dropped the 300th episode or we've passed it, but we're right at that very, that, that tip. Yes. And it's, it's been great and fun. And I'm thrilled that you are a, you know, a binge listener and you went back from the beginning because there's, you know, we've poured a lot of, poured a lot of love into that podcast. And there's, there's a huge amount of useful, actionable content that will, I mean, you're proof of that. You, you, your your business, your life has completely turned around and taken off. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. What do you think the biggest block is for, um, I can say people or women in general, that prevents them from taking that next step into creating the financial wealth that they want and desire, but are not able to grasp? Is there a common block that you see? Yes. So fundamentally, this is an identity issue. Mm. It is, or, or said in another way, a self-image issue, how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. So when, when you were young, you made meaning about the world, about others, but you also made meaning about yourself, who you are. And if who you are is not comfortable being rich, isn't if you think having money is going to make you bad or lose the the love of your family or your friendships or somehow create a negative outcome because it does not align with your identity. And again, that identity is built through your upbringing and through how you made meaning of your experiences when you were young. Mm-hmm. And so many women have, and, and men too, have issues claiming what they really want. For instance, when you're young, you ask for what you want. You have no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. But your parents might be in a rush and say, no, we can't get that now. Stop asking. Or And, and you feel the the instant lack of love there that the that that uh, reprimand feels like the love has just been cut off and as mm-hmm. a, as a small child you know that you are going to survive in this world you you have safety when the love and attention is flowing mm-hmm. so you start you make meaning cuz mom can't be wrong she's where your safety comes from so you make yourself wrong oh it's not okay to ask for what I want. Mm-hmm. And especially if your parents have money stuff going on for them, which, which so many people do, right? We can't afford that. What do you think money by like grows on trees? Stop asking for stuff, you know, that, that, you know, we can't afford. There's all sorts of messages out there around money. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't be greedy, all of this sort of stuff. So I think it's really hard for people to claim their true desires. So mm-hmm. then they go for something smaller that seems more reasonable and acceptable to their identity. Mm-hmm. And yet it's not really what they want. Yeah. So, the, so then they don't have the 
momentum, enthusiasm, wherewithal, courage, and perseverance to move through the challenges that will inevitably come up when they're going for their goals. It just won't be worth it enough. It's not something that they want badly enough to do the, the hard things that are not hard in and of themselves, but they're hard from the level of awareness or level of experience that they have at sure. the moment that they're going through them. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. And I remember um, during your podcast, I think it was prior to me reaching out to you, you were going through Think and Grow Rich. Is that correct? You take, take uh, your listeners through that book. Was that the book? Yes. Okay, great. Absolutely. So I remember I bought the book. I went through the book with you and it was almost, you know, halfway through that, I think that I had reached out to you and which is an amazing book. And I love how you break down in English, you know, what it is that's really being said underneath these words, which is awesome. What other books do you recommend for um, anybody listening that are um, something, that, books that inspired you uh, along your journey as you were creating your, your business? in your growth. Absolutely. So the books that I give all my uh, clients that join our high-end mastermind called Mm -hmm. The Spirit of Wealth are Think and Grow Rich, Mm -hmm. The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles, Mm -hmm. uh, Working with the Law by Mm -hmm. Raymond Hollywell, and then there are a few others, but those are the, the, the three that are sort of the fundamental library. And then, you know, I, I get up every morning and study. I study in the evening. I I have made a deep uh, commitment to learning what is available to us and has been available to us, you know, throughout the centuries. It's not a new, these are not new, new success concepts, Mm -hmm. but we weren't brought up with them. So we have to learn them as if they're new. And so I, I spend a lot of time, I probably read, you know, three or four books uh, a month and go over this material again and again, because repetition is the mother skill. And, mm-hmm. and you will, every time you learn something, you will go to the next level. And then from that new level of awareness, if you read the material again, if you engage again with it, you will hear something fundamentally different that you can apply that will help your, your, your success. So I'm a real, I'm a real student and I encourage everyone to be a real student, how they like, some people love, like you love listening to the podcast. That's a Mm -hmm. great way to immerse yourself. Mm -hmm. Some people like reading, some people like audio books, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, to go about this. Yeah. And I remember hearing from another actor um, uh, when Clubhouse was kind of the rage, you know, that was going on. There's a um, there was a page called uh, or is a page uh, called the Actors Breakfast Club. And there was a specific actor named Mike Dolphy. And he does the work that you talk about. You know, he very much uh, reads the books. He, he I remember him st- speaking of similar books and he turned me on to and I've heard you share about Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret. And he said that he literally listened to that, that, you know, thing that you can find on YouTube every single day for 30 days. And he said who he became after that was this working actor that he is today. So I was like, okay, great. And I'm on it. And it's true. Things shift Uh, because we become what we think about, right? A hundred percent. And Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret in 
in his message, he, he gives the direction, listen to this for 30 days. Yes. And, and it is an impressive commitment for people to make, but it changes your life. It does. But most people don't f- finish the commitment to themselves. And, and how often do you see uh, clients, people that you just interact with and speak to break their word to themselves? All the time. And it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to be someone who breaks their word to themselves. And they wonder mm-hmm. why they're not achieving what they want to achieve. But they, they know what to do, but they don't do it. And part of the reason they don't do it is they have an identity conflict, mm-hmm. which we've already talked about. And there's a way to, 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 to clean that up and change it. However, and part of it is you have to learn to be someone, emphasis on the word be, be someone who keeps their word to themselves. Mm-hmm. The, there's, there's accountability to oneself that one needs to learn. And this does not have to be draconian. This can be done with love and kindness, but you have to recognize where you go off course. And, and better yet, a really helpful tactic is at the beginning of the day to write down what your commitment is. Mm -hmm. Don't write down 50 things. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is what people do at, you know, in the new year, when they start a new year's resolution, they have 50 things. And of course you can't keep all the new commitments. Pick one, write that down at the beginning of the day. And at the end of the day, you either say to yourself, you say you write down and writing it down is important. You Mm -hmm. write down, "I, I kept my word. I kept my commitment or what the story was that you told yourself about why you didn't have to. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this will just raise your level of awareness so much because inevitably you're believing your own stories and that's yeah. why you keep stopping and you need to step out of the, the alibis that you're giving yourself and start, start owning your life, becoming yeah. the woman that you really want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And I have also, um, when I attended your uh, summit, um, I have the little business card that um, it says my time is now. And mm. all over that I have, you know, and I flip it around in my day planner as to what I'm, you know, looking at today. But I have on that page where it says, I am so happy and grateful now that and I have, I am an Emmy award winning and Academy award winning actress. And I look at that every day when I'm looking at my day planner and it is a reminder of what I'm doing, why I'm doing this and where I'm going. And so it's like, it's such a gift to have that little card, you know, in my day planner. And, uh, I remember you, there are two things that you busted me on that were so fantastic that I was talking to my husband about them last night. And one of which was when we were doing our weekly coaching calls, I think it was the third week in and you're like, Amber, we're three weeks in and you're in your pajamas. Like it is 10 AM your time. You should be dressed by now because you need to look the part that you're wanting to book. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> you know, and I thought I thought about it and I knew it. And we had a long discussion about this. And the thing is, is a it's more comfortable to be in my jammies, all my excuses why I shouldn't show up looking the way I, I, I know I can look. And what we also talked about is the fact that when I dress 
in my power and wear my shoes and my slacks and my makeup and my hair, I would get, until we talked about this, unwanted attention, mostly from men. And I just didn't want it in, when I went to the market or when I was running errands. And you said, control the energy that you're allowing to affect you. And I was like, oh, I can walk into this world powerful, beautiful, strong, intelligent, worthy. And if someone looks at me a certain way, it has nothing to do with me. Like, so thank you for that gift. <laughs> You're so welcome. Now I'm going to just share a, a, a little nuance on that. It Great. has everything to do with you. Okay. Yeah. You are fabulous. You're attractive. Right. And, and yeah. like energetically, you're also, you also happen to be attractive physically, but you're attractive energetically. Right. You are going to attract attention. You actually need that to be that Emmy award winning Oscar award winning actress. Mm-hmm. You actually needed to learn how to allow people to be attracted to you without owning or taking in that energy. You don't have, you can be grateful for it, but you don't have to allow it to manipulate you. Yeah. And this is a a huge thing for actors Yeah, because you want the attention, but if you are concurrently rejecting the attention because it doesn't feel safe because you don't know how to manage that energy, you won't succeed. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. That's huge. Like, that was like not even a light bulb moment. It was like blow up the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> I it love was it. awesome. I love it. Yeah, it was great. And um, and what was the other one? Oh, I remember it was, you know, talking about how I wanted to be five through seven on the call sheet, which was a very comfortable number for me where I could still show up on set, work a couple days, not have a full time job at it, and you know, just uh, you know, be a part of the show. And I've talked about that in the podcast. And you're like, what does your card say? And I said, I am an Emmy Academy, you know, Emmy and Academy Award winning actress. And you're like, then three, five through seven on the call sheet isn't going to do it. You need to aim for one through three. You need to do the work. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and Cause I an effect. It. Hey, Amber, I'm glad you loved it. See, you're, you're, you're coachable, which is a, a key factor in success. Like yeah. when you recognize, oh, that's, you recognize the truth. And instead of denying it or trying to justify or, or any of that, you're like, oh, I, I feel that, right? It doesn't always feel good, but, yeah. but you're like, I'm going to go do this. And here's the thing. I teach according to universal law. And one of the laws is the law of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. If you want a certain effect, you tell me what you want. I will tell you how to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not an actress. You're the actress. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, t- you tell me what you want. I don't need to know how to be an actress to get you there. Mm-hmm. I need to understand how the mind works and how success works so that I give you the actual things that are going to get you to your goal. Mm-hmm. And you are what you think about. So if you don't put number one on your list, how are you going to get the roles that give you what you want. Yeah. And, and the other principle here is let's close the gap on time. You were willing to let that, you know, come as it may, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what everyone else does. I'm going to put in, and I I believe in putting in the effort. I believe Mm -hmm. in being persistent, but the people who actually 
get the Oscar, they have been persistent and they've closed the gap on time. They're not mm-hmm. waiting for life to meet them. They're going out there and meeting life. Mm-hmm. And so five through seven is saying, I'll take my time. I'll put in, I'll put in, what is the expression, Amber? I'll put in the, the, uh, uh, the effort, right? Like, there's sure. this, the, I forget what that expression is, but like, you'll, you'll pay your dues, right? Right. That's, that's the expression. Right. No, pay your dues at one through three. In fact, now it should only be one. Right? <laughs> you've, you've moved, you've moved beyond that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so amazing because when we shifted that thought process and I commit, you know, I committed to one through three on the call sheet. I think it was within two weeks. I was number one on the call sheet. And I was like, Amir, it already happened. Like it just, and you're like, of course it did. Like, I'm not surprised. You're surprised, but I'm not yeah. surprised. And so I have, you know, been number one on the call sheet multiple times since we have spoken and, or, you know, since we made that declaration, I made that declaration with your assistance. And, um, and so it's just incredible. It is, it's that allowing to be number one and not playing a smaller game and, you know, yes, anding the opportunities that are coming my way. Uh, which I clearly had blocking before. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel good enough. I was too old. I'd started too late. Like all my excuses and reasons why I shouldn't have a successful career as an actor were exactly what was stopping me from having a successful career as an actor. 100%. And the thing that I want to point out to your listeners here is that there's a methodology to this. Mm -hmm. It's not happenstance. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go into either... Life is happening to me. There's no rhyme or reason or some sort of woo version of how creation or manifestation happens. Mm-hmm. Manifestation is just a, a, an alternate word, word for achieving your goals, creating mm-hmm. something. And it's, I teach this from a very grounded place. There is a methodology to this. Just like you know how to prepare for a role, there's a Mm -hmm. methodology to it. Mm -hmm. There's a methodology for achieving your goals. And once you understand it, you, you always achieve your goals. Yeah. And, and that's a, now that, does that mean that you don't, uh, that you're always perfect or that you don't fall off the wagon? No. But you know exactly, if you use the methodology, you know exactly how to achieve your goals, which is completely freeing. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And if you would tell the story, because I always loved this story of um, of uh, when you got your nails done, like where you were financially before you executed looking a certain way. Can you tell that story? Yes, absolutely. So I had... So I, I'm going to tell a little bit wider context just to Great. give people that, that frame. So when I started my business, I hung out my shingle uh, and I made in sort of a six to nine month period around 30K. Mm-hmm. That was year one. Year two, I tripled my income. I was proud of myself for that. I made 90K. I, I share these numbers because I think it's really important to have transparency around this this stuff because so often money becomes this thing that no one talks about and it and it's um so you don't know what's possible for yourself right year year three I earned about 50k more I got to 138 and I was really proud of myself I had crossed that six-figure mark I I was feeling pretty good 
but I didn't know what I was doing that was allowing for success. So I couldn't do it again and again and again. And I was starting to burn out. Mm -hmm. So I, that was when I knew that there, there had to be a better way that this way wasn't sustainable and that there were people with the same 24 hours in the day that were having much more massive success from the point of view of the income that they were earning. And that was important to me. Mm -hmm. So I went about studying success and I realized that I wasn't being the woman I needed to be in order to be a seven figure business owner, which Mm -hmm. was my ultimate goal. And that was like the pajama moment for you. That was my, I, I had to face that. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that when I became the seven, when I started earning more, then I would start acting like that. Mm -hmm. That is the wrong order. And the universe loves order and the universe is an ordered place. We go into chaos, but if we get back into order, meaning back into the alignment of the way the universe works, we start having success. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes the universe looks chaotic, but that's only because of your vantage point. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that year, I started to really work on myself and becoming the woman I saw myself to be, but I wasn't living. And I did that in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways I did that was how I attended to my grooming, if you will. Yep. And I realized that it wasn't that I had never gotten a manicure before, Amber, but right. I'd never gotten a gel manicure. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and I was like, $45 for a gel manicure? And I remember standing on the corner across the street from the, the nail salon, which was you know, a nice nail salon. It wasn't an El Cheapo place, but it was a nice nail salon and kind of pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Going, can I do it? Is it worth it? What, you know, really contemplating and feeling anxious about the, the buying decision there, the spending the money. And I even started to say to myself, like, what would Jack think if I did that? Then Jack was my husband. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as if he would judge me. And I mm-hmm. was using that as a reason not to go and get my nails done. And then I realized Jack wouldn't care. Yes. Jack, Jack would actually ask me, Oh, those look nice. That's a nice color. Like, Oh, I'm so glad you went. Like he would be very supportive of it. He had other money issues, but this was not one of them. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up, I ended up going and get my nails done. And that was my breakthrough moment. And then I started getting my hair done. I had, you know, I was coloring my, I was in my late forties. Okay. So I was already coloring my hair. Okay. Yes. Like sitting on the floor of my bathroom with the box. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, this is not someone who is wealthy. Mm -hmm. This is not what a wealthy person does. Okay. And if I want, if I want the wealth, I know that I have to match energetically being someone who's working at that level, who's living at that level. Mm-hmm. And if getting your nails done and getting your hair done is not the thing that is who you need to be, this is not applicable to you, but there is something about who you need to be that you are not being right now. Otherwise you would be having the results that you desire. Yeah. So, you know, I started buying nicer clothes, working with the stylist, shopping in nicer, uh, 
clothing stores and it all challenged me every single yes. time. I remember the first time I started shopping at Neiman Marcus, I thought the salespeople were going to judge me and that like, I couldn't talk to anyone or ask for help or anything. Little did I know, like nicest people in the world, super great service, right? Yes. So, yeah. A little and bit like of that shopping story. at Nordstrom, you can get, you can get your, your clothes tailored and altered, like as opposed to buying things, um, you know, at Ross or whatever, where if they don't fit right, then you've got to pay an extra expense to make them fit your body or you just wear them saggy and strange. And yeah. so when you, you know, up your level, the level of service you get is, is, you know, is nicer, like you said. And I love that story because it started making me think, where am I cutting quarters in my own life? What am I not allowing myself to have? And what, who am I not allowing myself to be in order to have these things? And, you know, just recently I, I talked about on the podcast where I signed up for Pilates, where I haven't been to, back to Pilates. It had been 10 years because I, at one point quit justifying the fact that I know what it was, I used to work at um, a bakery where I had a consistent paycheck and it was a salaried position. And so I allocated the cost of being able to go to Pilates. And when my acting journey began, the money was come and go. It was inconsistent. I thought, well, I can't. I told myself I can't afford this. And so I stopped going. So when I logged in two days ago, three days ago, it says you last logged in in 2012. And I was like, it's been 10 years since I've given myself the gift of this workout. Are you kidding me? And then I started to sign up and I paused and I was like, $220 a month. That's insane. And I was like, no, it's not. It's doable. Like just do it and trust the universe will align with you. And within an hour and a half, my sister-in-law who has a catering company, she's like, Hey, can you help me out with these two gigs? Boom, paid for. I was like, great, done. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great job. It, yeah, it was great. So, you know, we're approaching the 30-minute mark. So I want to be respectful of your time and the listener's time. Are there any areas that I have not touched on um, that you think are really important, especially for actors, although your work applies to any business and any type of thing? Because like you said, it's not about what you do. It's it's kind of how you're doing it. But what uh, first of all, how can people find you? And then um, what are some parting words of inspiration that you can give to the listeners? Yeah, well, people can find us on all the social media channels under the Unstoppable Woman. Uh, the our podcast is under the Unstoppable Woman, and then our website. Guess what? It's under the UnstoppableWoman.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. So that would be a, all three of those places are great places to go. And then you mentioned the Income Breakthrough Summit that we have. That's all um, accessible on our website. It's a three day event, and if you're interested in this, it's that's the that's the place to start. It's really quite amazing. Or you can book a call with us, but. Uh, I would, those would be the places that I would guide people to. Great. And yeah. And then in terms of actors, I think, I think we've covered a lot, but I would, I want to reiterate, understand what you're going for. What Mm -hmm. do you really want? Is that a big enough dream? Is it, it, what is the, the, the end goal and to really unleash your imagination your heart to, to really feel it and see it because if it has emotional resonance, it's a very powerful uh, talisman calling forward it, mm-hmm. it, 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 and it's required. Desire is the first step. Desire is causative. If you have the desire, the supply is ready to appear, meaning the, the ways and the means come to you. 
Mm -hmm. If you don't have the desire, you won't be given the path. So first step is own what you want and recognize in yourself if you're making yourself small, if you, if you feel that denial phase, right, where you say, I couldn't possibly ask for that or go for that. Mm-hmm. That is actually a great awareness and recognition, but you have to go for what you really want. Mm-hmm. Don't make yourself small. And then, you know, get help with, with what it takes to stay the course and change your identity, change your self-image in terms of that, that's the make it or break it. If mm-hmm. you don't see yourself as someone for whom what you want is possible, you won't get it. And I don't care if you're an actor or you're a, you know, a banker, whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay. Whatever your goals are, that's critical. Mm -hmm. So don't make yourself small, figure out how to move beyond your limiting beliefs, take the action. It's not, this is not magical thinking. This Mm is action is a key, key step in this, but it starts with really owning your desires and, and going for it. I love it. Oh, Amira, thank you so much for carving time out of your extremely busy schedule to inspire some new thoughts. And, and you've definitely, you know, reinvigorated so many things in me. Thank you very much for sharing your wisdom and for the platform that you've provided with your podcast and with your coaching and all that you do, because it is so valuable and so important. So thank you for that. You are so welcome, Amber. Thanks for having me on. I always love talking to you and I hope your listeners enjoyed the message. Fantastic. I close every episode by saying, if no one else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. Have a beautiful day. Bye, Amira.